You're listening to Partnership Aligned Podcast, hosted by Ilana Israel. If you're a woman and you want to feel happier and more connected to your partner, and you're not afraid to do the inner work that it takes to get there, then this is the podcast for you. Hey guys, welcome back to Partnership Aligned Podcast. I am so excited to be here. I just finished three hours of coaching and my brain is buzzing. I want to talk to you about marriage advice today. There is so much marriage advice floating out there. Just do a quick search on Instagram or Google. It will flood your brain. And it seems that a lot of it is outdated and confusing. So I'm going to break it down for you. I spend a lot of time on this podcast and on my Instagram, which by the way is at Partnership Aligned, giving you relationship advice, because after all, I am a relationship coach. But today, I want to expose the absolute worst relationship advice out there. Are you following it? You might be, because these pieces of advice seem to be some of the most popular cliche things that I see. Okay, so here we go. Here are the five worst pieces of advice when it comes to marriage or partnership. Number one, don't go to bed angry. Where did this come from? Who made this up? In my mind, and I'm totally making this up, it came from like the 50s where appearances were just so important and feelings were not addressed as readily to let today. And we had to just tie everything up in a bow and have it look good by morning. Regardless of where it did come from, it is horrible advice. In fact, whenever my husband and I would get into a fight, I intentionally went to bed angry because I knew that I would have a better perspective in the morning. I talk a lot about taking the sacred pause, and this is one way that I like to do that. I know that I am better in the morning after a good night's sleep. Also, don't go to bed angry insinuates that you can just turn off your anger. And while I am trained in the thought work that does help you feel the way you want to feel, part of that process is actually feeling. So if you put pressure on yourself to make up before you go to sleep, you have to ask yourself, is that serving my relationship? Is that aligning with how I am actually feeling? If it is, then great. That's a great rule for you. But my guess is that if you're human, you need more than one sunset to handle your feelings. I actually think sleep on it is a much better advice. If you try and talk things out before you've had the time to pause and think things through, you might say something you regret that will just propel into what I call an aftershock fight. All right, number two, worst piece of advice. You need to complete each other. This is where Jerry Maguire lied to you, y'all. I know. I'm sorry. It's hard to hear. But the whole you complete me thing, it just, it makes me nauseous because it completely disempowers you from completing yourself. It supports codependency. It sets you up for disappointment. No one can complete you but you. And no one should. It is a lot of pressure on your partner to have to complete you. The healthiest relationships are made up of two people who fill up their own cup first and then come together to pour into each other's. I talk about this in more depth in my first podcast episode, which is actually one of the most popular ones. It's called Five Signs You Are in a Healthy Relationship. Go check it out. I'll link it in the show notes. 
Okay. The third piece of horrible marriage advice is you should want to do everything together. Okay. This one is really bullshit. Why would I want to do everything with anyone? You know, what makes me such a good catch is that I am happy doing anything on my own. That doesn't mean I don't want to share things with a significant other. It just means that I find joy in life and in my own company. Having your partner join in on your activities should be icing on the cake, not the cake itself. Number four, marriage is 50-50. Oh, how many times have you heard this one? Listen, it's a beautiful concept, but it just simply doesn't exist in real life. Expectations like these are premeditated resentments. So let's just release ourselves of the fairy tale. This is an especially dangerous belief for those of you who are raising kids together. Raising kids will not be 50-50. And believing that it should be will lead you to having other thoughts such as, I did more than he did today, or why am I always the one to put them to bed? These thoughts do not serve your relationship or your connection. It drives a wedge and puts you on opposite teams. This imaginary scoreboard, it kills romance faster than a bad pickup line. If you follow any of my work, you know that I am constantly saying that the biggest mindset shift that you need to make is to go from it's me versus my partner, aka what am I doing and what are they doing, to it's us against the problem. Or in this case, that might translate to, we have the same goal on the same team, and that is to raise these kids. If you think about relationships with coworkers who you may be on a team with, there are certain jobs that they do and certain jobs that you do. And why do you do your job? Because you're better at it. And why do they do their job? Because they're better at their job. And when one of you is out sick, the other can pick up the slack, but the amount of work that you have is rarely equal to the amount of work that they have. It may fluctuate. It may stay the same. But at work, for whatever reason, we have an easier time accepting that different jobs look different and take up different amounts of time. Maybe it's because at work we're getting paid. But think about the payment you get when you and your partner are a team. Without the scoreboard without the emotional childhood. You get more connection, more intimacy, and if you're raising a family, you get a more peaceful home with your kids. Win-win. Better than any paycheck I've ever gotten. By the way, if you are a mom who always has a scoreboard in your head, I want to talk to you. I want to interview you for free because I'm thinking about designing a program for just that issue. So reach out to me. You can email me at Elana, E-L-A-N-A, at partnershipaligned.com, or you can message me on Instagram at partnershipaligned. Scroll down to the show notes and get in touch. It's a free 30-minute call where I get to pick your brain about the marital challenges that arise while raising little kids. I never start a new program without doing my research, so help me out. Okay, getting back to the advice of marriage should be 50-50, here's my point. This mindset leads to a battle for fairness, which always leads to resentment and conflict. My grandmother always used to say, who told you life was fair? No one ever said that life was fair. So a more realistic expectation, such as we both do different amount of work at different times, can actually promote more connection because it lowers the wall that you've built while keeping score. 
And the final piece of horrible marriage advice is, all you need is love. Another way I've heard this phrased is, love conquers all. What a load of crap. (laughs) Love is not all you need. What about respect? What about intimacy? What about trust? You can love someone and have none of those things. Would that be enough? Of course not. In fact, arranged marriages tend to be wildly successful, and they are not based on love. They are based on shared values, communication patterns, and vision of future. The love grows over time. My grandparents had an arranged marriage, and I remember my grandfather softly touching my grandmother's face with so much love and respect that just stayed with me for all these years. And I'm not saying leave your spouse and go find a yenta. I'm just saying that love is not enough. If it was, you would probably be with some ex who you still loved after you broke up, but had a very good reason for ending that relationship. I'll tell you what does conquer all. Open communication. Almost anything can be talked out. So I'm going to rephrase that bad advice and say that open communication is all you need. All right, guys, I hope that taking these five pieces of advice and really thinking about them and challenging them and asking yourself the most important question, which is, is this serving my relationship? Is this promoting connection? Is this getting my spouse and I closer to our relationship goals or further away? Don't be afraid to challenge an age-old cliché. Don't be afraid to challenge a new rule. Don't be afraid to challenge anything that stands in the way of you having the relationship that you want to have with your partner. Thanks so much for listening. If you resonate with this work, then I have a free guide that is just for you. Four steps to cultivate better communication, deeper intimacy with your partner, and more self-empowerment for you. Go to partnershipaligned.com forward slash guide and download it today. And help me reach more women by leaving a review. Because remember, a healthier relationship, it always starts with a healthier you.